This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Imagine a race of beings possessed of one mind, driven by one will, intent on one purpose, to seize our past and control our future. Surrender yourself or we will destroy your ship. The line must be drawn here. Star Trek First Contact. Oh, yeah, a little uh, bit of the trailer there for one of my favorite Star Trek movies. That was one of the Next Generation films with Patrick Stewart there. You heard him there. Star Trek First Contact. And my next guest, Todd Masters, that's one of the the many movies that he has worked on in a, in a terrific career in movie special effects. Todd is a prosthetic makeup artist. He is the head of Masters FX. He's the founder there. And we'll talk about his new, the new museum opening in Vancouver with some of his terrific work. Todd, thank you for coming on today. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you very much. Happy Halloween. Yeah, yeah, for, for sure. Same to you. And Todd, I've just been learning about your career. Wow, you've worked on a lot of movies that I really, really admire, including Star Trek First Contact there. Can you tell me a little, what was your work there on that movie? Did you work on the Borg Queen and the, and the Borg makeup? I did uh, a lot of the Borg uh, effects. Uh, our team created the Borg suit. We designed and created that whole part where her uh, torso and her neck connect together with industrial oh, yeah. like magic. And yeah. uh, all, all sorts of crazy stuff. In fact, we have her uh, her skull uh, in the museum, uh, as well as one of the original maquettes from that film. So we, we have stuff uh, from that film. Wow, it's a great movie. That's one of the best Star Trek movies, in my opinion. And in fact, yeah. I just watched it a little while ago. So I think it's, it's awesome well, to talk uh, to you. It really does. It's it's a terrific movie. I think it's the best next generation Star Star Trek movie for sure. Todd, before we get into, I want to tell the listeners about your museum. I think this is very exciting. Tell me about your career here in this business because this is cool. You got started in this what in the nineteen eighties, right? Yeah, yeah. I I started as a kid. I moved to Hollywood when I was eighteen years old, and uh, like pretty much day one, started working on Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, the famous oh. John Carpenter movie. Sure. And then worked on Poltergeist 2 and Night of the Creeps and all sorts of stuff right in the, the you know, the big genre era of the 80s and 90s. And, you know, I've had my own studio now for almost 37 years. Uh, and we are in Toronto. We're in Vancouver. We still have a little satellite out of L.A., but we're mostly Canadian. And uh, we still make uh, some of the coolest stuff out there. We have uh, Fall of House of Usher coming out. Uh, Monster High 2 just came out the other day. Uh, all, all sorts of stuff that you'll, you'll see some elements of in the museum. Yeah, it's really cool. And the work that you're doing, like people may be familiar with sort of prosthetic makeup for, for movie characters like the Borg, for, for example, or the Star Trek films. But I know that you're... 
your production company, your effects studio, you guys have diversified. Like you do some like digital like computer effects too, right? Yeah, we uh, we really enjoy using you know all the mediums to kind of create the characters you know more organic and more believable. So you know, oftentimes just moving rubber in front of camera doesn't do all the elements that we want, doesn't give all the emotion that we want. So sometimes we come back and we sweeten it uh, with some digital enhancements, and it really kind of just makes the thing jump off uh, you know the screen and really become a believable character. Sometimes digital work completely is fantastic, but sometimes it it feels a little soulless, and it's yeah. difficult for actors and directors to connect with on set. So we found by doing a little both, it actually creates a, a really amazing feel and look. Yeah, that's how I feel as a fan sometimes watching some of these films. When I see some of the digital computer effects, I'm like, eh. You know, I'm not really, it's not convincing me so much. And I, I kind of prefer sometimes the the old school makeup and pra like you call that like a practical FX, right? Like practical makeup. Right. And we're going to yeah. take you through that process, you know, from, you know, from the origins of prosthetics from like, you know, Wizard of Oz and Frankenstein, you know, that's kind of where this industry began, but it's, it's mm. really developed as, as quickly and as much as, you know, visual effects. So nowadays, you know, we'll, we'll be able to actually show you this, this exhibit actually takes place in our, and our big Burnaby uh, monster shop. So you'll be able to peek into areas that we actually are showing, you know, this new development, which we call neo-practical effects and digital makeup effects, and give you examples of that. Yeah, it sounds really cool, and I love that it's opening up in, in time for Halloween. Speaking to Todd Masters, Todd is a, a master of movie effects Masters FX is his his studio. Like when how did when you were a kid, did you like love monster movies? Is that how you got into this? Oh, totally. Yeah. In fact, yeah. Um, there are a couple pieces in there from when I was like sixteen years old. Uh, wow. Before I was a professional, uh, and they're kind of fun to begin the show with uh, to hopefully you know maybe inspire new artists you know for this type of work and to you know be creative. Uh, without AI, and uh, you know, remember, human art is uh, just as powerful, if not more. Yeah, and I bet you loved like what? What were some of the shows and movies that inspired you as a kid? I mean, you must have loved Star Wars when it came out, right? Oh, totally. But even before yeah. that, I was you know a big Ray Harryhausen fan. I loved you know the Sinbad movies and Jason yeah. and the Argonauts. I love the original King Kong. Uh, you know, the Universal horror films are really cool, like Frankenstein and the Wolfman. Uh, you know, monsters are. Are, are a real connective tissue for a lot of us that you know deal with the scary world. We we look <laughs> to this stuff as our friends. So yeah, it's, it sounds like you and I had a similar kind of upbringing, loving this stuff. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I I always I love the uh, the Jason and the Argonauts uh, movies and yeah, yeah, King Kong. Totally, totally right. loved it yeah. as a kid. So you've had a long career in this in this business, boy, since the 1980s, as you mentioned, Todd. And uh, it's, it's been a little tough lately with the strike, right? Have you been shut down a bit during that strike? Well, we were very fortunate to actually get an independent film that uh, had the SAG waiver that kept us busy up until about uh, oh, maybe three or four weeks ago. And we've had other small independent movies that have kept us going, and not to mention you know, our big monster museum. Uh, we've been working on that for pretty much the wrap of that last big one. And so we've been able to put a lot of really extra effort into it. So it's been a, a weird time, but in some ways kind of nice uh, to kind of get this project done and up and ready for everybody. 
Yeah, okay, let's talk about the museum here, Todd, because this is exciting. So this is being billed as Canada's first ever monster museum getting set to open in Metro Vancouver. In Did you say in Burnaby? Is that where it is? Yeah, we're just uh, kind of walking distance from the amazing Brentwood, uh, just off Lougheed, uh I guess like stepping, you know, like stepping distance from the Gilmore Sky St- uh, SkyTrain station. So it's really easy to get to. Plenty of parking around there. Uh, inside our monster shop, we have this big museum space, uh, and we have 80 pieces in there to show people. And many of these are screen-used uh, monsters, uh, some of which just like literally got off the set not too long ago, so they're still kind of smelly. Um, <laughs> and some of them, some of them move. We can show you how to move some of them with animatronics. Um, some of them are dripping with some weird slimy material. <laughs> we have uh, a predator in there. We have Sonic the Hedgehog in there. We have a demon from Demon Knight in there. Uh, like I said, uh, we have some Star Trek First Contact stuff, uh, some Six yeah. Feet Under stuff, True Blood stuff, all sorts of stuff. It's crazy. Oh, you got Chucky in there? I believe there is something Chucky in there. Um, <laughs> i got to say, I, I was just over there a few minutes ago. We were just going through the catalog, and I, I couldn't believe we had 80 pieces. So there has to be something in there. Yeah, that's amazing. And you're opening up on October 14th, right? Yeah, yeah Saturday the 14th is our first okay. public day. And you can get tickets at mastersfxmonstermuseum.com. Okay, cool. So opening this Saturday. Well, that's really exciting, and it's very cool that you're – you got it got it going here just in time for for Halloween. Is this something like you've had such this this long interesting career uh in special effects is is setting up a a museum? How did that idea come about? How long have you been working on this? Well, we've always had, you know, a area inside our studios where we display our work for clients. Uh and it's, you know, over almost 40 years of doing this, it's kept growing. And uh, we recently moved into this new facility that had a perfect showroom uh, to kind of continue, you know, our, our, you know, our showroom space. Uh, and I think, you know, during the strike, we were just kind of like, going, well, we should start thinking of different revenue streams. And this one yeah. came up and everybody thought it was a great idea. Everybody always thinks what we do is so unusual. So yeah. we thought we would show it off to people. Okay. Well, it sounds great. Good luck with the opening this Saturday. And thanks for coming on today. Oh, thanks so much. Appreciate you having me on.